but yeah all right <laughs> yeah i don't know that's how we started but yeah all right um welcome back to the house of wolves podcast i am your host deontay with my friends jalen and josh um today we're going to be talking about a few topics a lot of it surrounding cyberpunk some of it surrounding destiny and those game awards that were very interesting um so that's pretty much the topics we're going to talk about, but whatever else we, we throw in there, it's going to be what's thrown in there. Um, but yeah, just starting off, I always want to check the temperature of the room or the, or your rooms. Cause we're not in the same one. Um, but how y'all doing? Uh, good. Um, been playing a lot of cyberpunk and, you know, having a good time and it's, uh, last week of school. For this semester, so I'm excited about that. Oh yeah, yes, um, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm smoking this way. Um, just same old school, school, and COVID. So, um, I ain't really been playing a lot of games and stuff like that, but I did get Crash Bandicoot. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything good though. Oh, that's good. Um. I've been good too. I mean, it's not nothing's really uh, stand out. I mean, celebrate a few birthdays. Oh, I got my um, I bought most of my Christmas presents now, so that's out the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of that crap. I bought Squadrons, Josh. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna actually play it, but I bought it and um, I got it. It was uh on sale. Yeah, it was on it's sale, there. and uh, I decided to just grab it. But I was like, am I really gonna play this? So I haven't unwrapped it yet. But well, um, good thing you don't have to. It's on it, the ten-hour trial on Game Pass. Like you can play that if you like. You know, just throw the disc in. But um, oh yeah, 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 you can take it back. Gotcha, gotcha. You, that's right, that's right. Um, and then what else? I oh, we got um, that's what we got. Oh, the Christmas present. I got Mama TV, which was interesting. Trying to get the logistics on how to get it to her because some reason shipping now around the world is very very slow i like have y'all like tried to buy something lately and just like i bought cyberpunk 2077 digit me physically and it still ain't came and it's sunday (laughs) and i was just like ah that's when i bought it you know digitally but it still ain't came. Like, have y'all seen any or like bought anything online lately that's like delayed, like any gifts or whatever? Because I know everything of mine has been delayed. Yeah. Um, my bag right there. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, everything. One, of course, it's a holiday, so it's slower. But it just in general, the last few months, it's been slower. Like Amazon usually will offer me like the same day or next day from most stuff. Now it's maybe up to about a week like if i want to buy some headphones maybe three or four days it's gonna to take to get to me yeah that's why i still look for places that's nearby that offer same day like best buy they have like a a postmates type thing where somebody will go pick it up from best buy and drop it off to you in like an hour or two so if that's an option Ooh. i'll try to do it but yeah shipping been sucky yeah definitely i think the same day has been kicking in you just finna say something Jalen? shoot no i was about to say um i did buy something from amazon uh it the prime still came through right 
Um, but I was at the post office earlier this week and it was like, there's a whole bunch of people in there. It's like a uproar and stuff like that because it was like stuff saying like delivered or stuff taking longer and it's like glitches in the system and basically everything was delayed. So it was just kind of, I don't know if it's because like the holidays in addition to like the whole pandemic type of thing or. Um, yeah, I'm assuming it's, it's being like extremely stressed right now because of people sending gifts people not being able to take stuff anywhere they have to literally send it now so it's stressing our mailing system to the max more than likely a lot of companies are trying to get logistic stuff around so it's probably the, the the mailing system is probably being stressed to its limits at this point so a yeah. lot of this stuff and you already is, know we don't have the best mail system in the US. no we don't so at least well, the uk they they robbing folks for their ps5s we ain't have oh, yeah. out outpour of that yet <laughs> Cause we not really, but yeah, people getting robbed of their stuff. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, well, a lot of places don't even do, um, signatures now. Well, in my place, like you don't ever have to sign for like FedEx and stuff, but mm -hmm. usually like if they're bringing you a PS4, you got somebody got to sign for it. But now because of COVID, a lot of companies don't even bother with it in some areas. So they just drop your package. Like I was listening to somebody podcast where it was like, oh, they dropped my Xbox outside the apartment, like on the curb, <laughs> and my neighbor picked it up for me. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's messed up. That is messed up. And it's like it's getting um. So hey, that's why I was saying logistically because we wasn't going to get the TV in time or whatever. So we had to figure out how to somebody go pick it up and stuff like that because it was going to be easier to do it that way than to have it sent. So mm -hmm. it's just a lot of like stuff that I've been dealing with because of like the COVID and like the pandemic and all that. Um, uh -huh. I was going to say that um, the mail, oh, yeah, the mail person did tell me they were operating at like 30% capacity. So like they had a hundred trucks out there and only got like 30% of them out. And they days been like real long, like the mail be like delivering at like eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Our, ours is definitely coming later and later by the day, um, which is, it's not like um, terrible. I don't care, but it's like, you know, they, some people are expecting stuff in the mail. Some people getting, you know, mail delivery medicine and stuff like that. So it's kind of like important. Like we still haven't, received our tags for our, our vehicle registration and it's been like a, it's been like a week and a half now and they're supposed to get it to us in seven to ten business days but so i mean i guess it's still on time so hopefully it comes sooner than later but i don't think people are checking anyway because of the pandemic um what else was new uh one of my sisters got covid um she she doing okay but it's weird. I didn't expect somebody in my family to get it, but she seems to be doing fine. Um, my mom's act. She's, she's. I don't know what's going on with her actually. <laughs> I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say too much. I ain't gonna expose her. But she just been having um, I've been having interesting conversations with my mom lately, and it's like this COVID and like pandemic stuff has made it very like you just start reflecting on a lot of stuff you i guess probably wouldn't have if you didn't have to slow down um so i would say that if you're if you're reflecting on your like 
life and things like that and you're reflecting on relationships and stuff like that you know just keep it just keep it uh keep it light <laughs> keep it light don't dwell too much into it i think it's everything happens for a reason and i'll leave it at that so if you are one of those um yeah keep it light that's my motto um but yeah I mean, that's not that's pretty much it for me i ain't really got much else going on outside of i didn't put in some serious time into cyberpunk um like i said i took time off of work um and uh <laughs> i've been having a good time and it's it's and it and like for some uh, for some reason i'm not tired of it yet and i was literally just playing it before i jumped on here and i'm literally gonna play it right after i jump off of here and uh yeah so Man, i thought I, we was playing destiny after this <laughs> <laughs> you talking about that that uh that that stanky banner right now Man, i was playing iron banner and i don't know the it's it's fun but i mean iron banner has never been fun i guess it's just been um it's, it's been trash. it's been i guess tolerable at this point but yeah, doodle water. Yeah, man. I think it's <laughs> tolerable. It's 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 a it's a uh, means to an end. That's what I call Iron Banner. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about Destiny a little bit. We're, uh, um, we're gonna talk about um, Cyberpunk a lot of it because that's really what I've been playing, and um, I know Josh was playing that a lot, and I know. You know, the internet is talking, so I know it, it, hopefully Jalen has scrolled through some things to see what the internet is speaking on about this game. If maybe it's just a meme or so, <laughs> and the memes are uh, talking. So maybe you're talking about like, the thing you can, uh, only thing I've seen on there is that you can like customize your wee wee size. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm man. Like, if that whole relevancy to the game, I mean, that's fine, but. I wouldn't. <laughs> I know this is going off a little off topic, but somebody's like, "Would you make your wee wee size smaller if you?" I'm just being cordial. Your penis size smaller if it made you run faster in the game, like you know, enhanced your mobility, kind of like a Dark Souls thing. Or would you want it to? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shoot, make that microscopic. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to, I'm trying to, he trying, I'm trying to have full armor set for, you know, me and Roland. I'm trying to maximize my usage in this game, but if if it needs to be smaller for me to be more effective in a game, I mean, shoot, it ain't me. That's how you unlock fast, bro. That's that's how you run up the speed of light. You could, you got to do this, but you got to, but you ain't going to be able to do the fast, bro. Like, man. I don't even care. <laughs> let let home let boy let homeboy work it out with what he worked it out with. All I need to know is I can fat roll. I mean I can uh, <laughs> fast roll. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. Like if they actually put stats on that. Mm-hmm. Which again, a lot of that customization is like if you don't like your person you created, you can't like change them at the end. Once you create them, it's over. So you can't like or create her, um, you can't really change what they look like or anything. You can change their clothes, but that's about it. So it's interesting anyway. But um, no, it doesn't have any stats <laughs> contributing to it. it. In my opinion, doesn't you know change anything that happens in the game. 
I honestly don't understand why it's there, but if they wanted to do that, full nudity and all that stuff in their scenes, um, that's what that's what they wanted to do. Uh, but there was the glitch. <laughs> There's a glitch going around for Cyberpunk where your 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 genitalia will will uh, pop out of your clothes just <laughs> you know. Just yeah. while you're in the menu screen, so you're just trying to change your gun, and all you see is <laughs> your fly is not open, but it's, you see it, man. And I was like, "Why is this game so glitchy?" But yeah, I seen that one. That was pretty. That was probably the funniest one because people were getting their stream shut down for that stuff. <laughs> Dang, for real? Yeah, I think I think the only per- the, the highest person I seen that like like a huge streamer was PewDiePie. I think he had got his stream shut down. For that happened. What you mean it got shut down? Like they well, it's like stopped, nudity? they stopped the stream for the nudity. Yeah. How did how did like do they do it like instantly or like you probably know, somebody like... had to report it? More oh, like, okay. yeah, because Twitch rule on it is like if if it's featured in the game, it's fine. Like mm-hmm. nudity is a part of the game, but if you're like focusing on it or like that's what your camera been on like the whole time or something, then they say like they'll take you down. So. Uh, somebody must have reported it and the person, or if it's automatic or whatever, they took him down. Yeah, but he's on YouTube, so I'm not sure what the rules are Oh yeah, are YouTube is YouTube. different. I don't know about YouTube. Yeah. That's why they do have the, um, you can turn it off, but I haven't seen any in this game, like, with nudity on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, a lot of a lot of interesting things happening in that game, I would say, and that's like the minus. That's like the most. That's like probably the smallest thing about the game at this point. <laughs> no pun intended, but it's it's like the, the not 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 even that important. So I'm not sure why it's there, but mm-hmm. I mean that's what they wanted to do. I believe it was more so a a factor of. But I don't understand the big and small thing. It's like you could just say, do you want to have your character have a vagina or a penis? And that's it. But it was kind of like, oh, do you want it big, small? Like, what is it going to do? Is it going to make the bold? Like, I don't understand the whole concept of it. <laughs> and I'm not going to deep dive into why they put the penis, you know, the arc in there. But whatever. But it's um, it was just interesting. I was, I, And then... Uh, Cause that's the first thing you kind of see with your character creation. So you're like, okay, well, we, what am I in for here? And it's not really that mm-hmm. bad. So I'm just like, I'm not sure why they did that. Um, so yeah, interesting stuff. Um, I guess we can start with cyberpunks, um, our impressions, um, and, uh, you know, go from there. But, um, yeah, I mean, the main thing is, you know, it came out. You and I have been playing it on the next-gen consoles, so had a, a decent experience. Yeah. A lot of people haven't had a good experience because of the console that they're playing on. Yeah. Um, but for me, um, I, of course, there are, like, glitches, but they've mostly been, like, um, graphical glitches, like NPCs mm-hmm. not being in places where they're supposed to be. Yep. And otherwise, I've just been enjoying the story um because that's the main thing that i liked about it at first like uh obviously it's a lot of talking but like i enjoy the conversations and the the plot um and when you finally get out of the conversations and out to explore the world like it's it's big it looks 
very dense and um like you can really see their vision for the world because it different than a lot of other open world games in in a good way um so i just enjoy that part of it um yeah i've been putting i haven't finished the story yet i know that you finished it um a lot sooner Mm -hmm. but i've been doing a lot of the like important character side quests Um, those been pretty good and um i guess after i finish enough of them i'll go ahead and finish the story i think i'm more than halfway done um about you yeah um first impressions when i first started playing it um i was i was i was I, i i i would start by saying like I didn't enjoy some things a lot, but after a while, stuff started opening up for me, and it started to become more interesting. Like my first impression was, okay, they give me they gave me all of these options to play like how I want to, and um, but I don't use any of it. You know, it's like I don't mm-hmm. I don't craft. I don't check out my specs that often for like hacking abilities. I don't look at my crit damage. I don't look at, I like you literally have to play that game on hard to really enjoy every aspect of the, you know, the minutia of all the, like the extra stuff that they come around it. Because really at the end of the day, I just started playing like a first person shooter story is great, but the stuff that's come after that, when you start getting into the harder stuff to do, that's when I really started to enjoy the combat more than enjoying the story. Cause at first it was just all story driven and the combat was just like, I don't really want to do this, but I do it because it's, it's there. Cause it didn't feel like I'm used to playing games like destiny and destiny has really good, you know, first person gameplay, their animations in cyberpunk were great. Everything felt great. It just, when you started to shoot and like really handle your weapons, it seemed it off. So after, me beating it the first time and going and just playing all the extra stuff around the world. That's when I really started to see, okay, if I put this stat in here right now, I can get better crit to damage headshots. So I don't have to like sit there and like kill this bullet sponge for hours. I can just kill him really quickly. I haven't run into like that, that, um, that difficult task yet. I, at least my first playthrough where I had to switch up my tactics, but when playing it from a different lens of okay i'm done now let me just play the extra stuff put it on hard difficulty and then i started to see okay you need to pay attention to this if you want to be sneaky that's great because it makes the you know situation a lot easier it was so many things that i just started doing differently because the level of difficulty spike versus where it was previously i think they did that for a reason they wanted people to actually finish the story but I think mm-hmm. it kind of hurt my playthrough the first time. I rather I wish I played on hard the entire time than actually playing on normal because normal just felt like a cakewalk and it felt like I was just, you know, mindlessly shooting that stuff just to get to the next thing versus really enjoying the gameplay for what it is. Like, like I, I finally got my Mantis Blades. I finally got the Gorilla Arms. I got so much stuff now that I could just, like, change up my tactics on how I want to fight. Like, I have, like, a katana, which it gives, like, a thousand, like, I got a hundred percent crit uh, ratio of me critting something or um, putting too much, you know, uh, t- hitting it in a way where 
um, it basically just one hits everything. So it's stuff that I was finding and stuff that I was using that kind of made the game more enjoyable and it started to feel more of that Witcher feel than it was just a average shooter. I'm just running around and just looking for the next story bit. And then I start. that's when it started to do it. So I'm looking forward to, um, looking forward to playing it again with the next gen update on very hard and just playing it fresh and just going on through it again and seeing how mm -hmm. it feels different than what I played it the first time because obviously I'm going to have to really try to if I hope that that's what's going to happen where it seems that I have to really think about my encounters before it happens because I didn't feel like I had to think about my encounters um so that's yeah. my initial impressions like that first part of it when I first played it through the first time playing through it now I can see okay, this makes sense. The crafting makes sense. If I spec out crafting, it's much cheaper to make these weapons and buy these parts than it is to just try to go find good weapons. So I might spec out my crafting a little bit more. I, it made sense. It started to go to each vendor to try to get, you know, each of the, you know, the, the um, blueprints or whatever you want to call them to try to find better blueprints to make better stuff. So that's when it started to make sense and everything started to intertwine and when I really wanted to just explore the world and see what everything that they had to offer versus mm -hmm. not that not happening during my actual playthrough because I was enjoying the story a lot more. I wasn't really exploring in a way where it, you know, let me made me branch out because there wasn't any big like, you know, it, it wasn't any big blocks in the way where I had to tackle it certain way or if i had to wait and try to get something there was only one instance where they made you kind of do a hard stop and go explore the world to kind of continue to move forward but outside of that really if you if you were able to shoot good enough and you had enough healing items you're fine you you, you could just get through it so that's why i thought i was like hmm i beat this quite pretty quickly and i didn't expect to beat it I think I clocked in and beat it at the 22 hour mark. Um, and mm -hmm. I did, I thought I did a lot of the side quest stuff, but apparently I didn't do anything. So, um, yeah, I'm at 58 hours now and I've done a lot. So it's just, it's just, you know, and I still have a lot more to go. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm really enjoying about it. Um, and yeah, that's, that would be my, like my initial impressions of said game seems pretty yeah pretty for me uh or for a lot of people i think we'll probably touch on is the game does have problems and oh, i yeah. think the main thing is what they marketed it as and what the game actually is and a lot of people impressions because like when you look at the game like they say it's a open world rpg and mm -hmm. like it's a big city so you might think of something like gta mm -hmm. it's a first shooter so you think of you know, something like Far Cry with a story, you know, that story-driven first-person shooter like Far Cry. Um, but it's not really, I'd say, hitting any of those genres, really. Like, it has parts of it, but it's not really a open-world game like GTA. Like, it has open-world elements, but it doesn't really compare to the same level as GTA. And the shooting doesn't really compare to the same level as, like, uh, I guess Far Cry is okay, but it's not like fully polished. Um, yeah, shooting. I, yeah. And even with the RPG stuff, like it's a nice RPG, but 
obviously there are better RPG systems, like it can kind of get confusing. So basically your first impression, like when you're out in the game, you don't really know what the game is wanting you to do. Like there's a lot of dialogue, mm-hmm. the shooting is not the best, the driving is not the best. So it's kind of feel like you don't, you don't know what to expect from it. Um, after you keep playing, you know, you might settle on a more um, better picture of how you should play the game or how you like to play the game. Like you, like you said, you enjoy the shooting now. Um, I think that's maybe a problem with it. There are some things that they could have given up more up front. Like there's a, like I've been trying to do some stealth, like as much as I can, not everything, but like I'll sneak through, probably take out a couple of enemies. And then when I get found, I'll start shooting at people. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning stealth is not good because it, it's either you're walking slow and then they see you and then they start shooting at you. Um, but there are upgrades that you can get to like slow down time when somebody see you and you get more hacking abilities so you can make it so they, uh, when they notice you, they forget about it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that stuff changes the game, which is good. That gives the RPG elements like life. But I think some of those might have been better as like the default abilities or like the first ability that you can unlock because that makes the gameplay better. Um, but yeah, for me, I've, I've just basically felt like it's a bigger Deus Ex game. Like, I know a lot of people haven't played it, but Deus Ex has, like, a, a little city that you can go walk around in. You can go inside apartments and look around for stuff. But it's mainly the combat that was very similar because you can shoot, but, I, like I say, it's not the best first-person shooter, so it's a little better when you use those other elements to make it easier. So hacking as uh to complement your um shooting ability or whatever like me i've been using a lot of the smart guns just because i like them and they're um just really unique weapons and you don't really have to worry about your aim because it's a smart gun as long as you point it in their direction it's gonna hit them and you can pump stats into crit and headshots and things like that to make it better um so yeah there's a lot of depth to it um it's just probably not as accessible for a lot of people. And I think that's why a lot of people might not enjoy it. Uh, it's, uh, of course, with the other glitches and stuff. Just because once you actually get into the game, you'll enjoy it. But Yeah, I wanted uh, to kind of separate the two because glitches are... Oh, boy. But I wanted to separate just core well, gameplay from the... Well, there are some the, that... gameplay glitches, too. No, there they are. I'm not going to deny that. I'm just more so want to talk about that, you know, those, you know, the systems that there that's in place and how yeah. even if you even if you get past, you know, all the glitches and stuff that's happening, what all right, what is there to what is there to see once they patch everything, once they fix everything? What is left? What is the core of the game? In my opinion, mm-hmm. I think you should play it on either hard or very hard if you really want to see and make them have you do everything. But at the same time, you get this satisfaction of going through the game. And, you know, at the end of it, you're becoming like, you know, that embodiment of some, 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 some very, you know, tough Merc or whatever that you, that you can really take on anything because the world reacts to you in that way. There's plenty of side missions and things where I just ended it because 
I was able, I was tough enough to get an option or I was tough enough to say this thing that I did and they just left me alone. So it was stuff like that mm-hmm. that kind of makes you feel satisfied in growing with your character and having like um, that difficult time at the beginning. But at the end, you kind of have that, uh, that it's not like, I'm not saying difficulty in like, um, not difficult in like combat or like, you know, going through it, but it's more so difficult time and you don't have all the expansive tools that you probably want at the beginning to kind of tackle different things and the variety there that variety yeah. doesn't come until after and that variety is my if that's important to you um then yeah it may be where this game will it's kind of it's going to make you pick a pick pick one it's going to make you pick either being a gun hole it's going to make you pick being like a crafter and being able to craft a lot or it's going to make you pick a hacker and you're going to be able to hack a lot. So um, there's no like good mix until you start getting to the end game and you start getting done with everything. But um, I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's okay or if I just feel better about it because now that I'm done with it. Because if I was still in that spot and I felt like, well, I got to do all this extra stuff just to be able to get this. I think you're just making tough decisions throughout the game and that's what makes it kind of more personal when you when you get something else is because you mm-hmm. made a tough decision on whether or not you're going to spec out this portion of it if you're going to spec out your intelligence your your strength i think um making those decisions kind of helped me feel like okay this feels like something i would want my character to be at at this point now he's well-rounded but at first i was just specking out strength and technology and i was specking out these things and i couldn't really do i had to figure out and wait so a lot of the things would happen and i'd be like okay this option is available now i'm going to wait and not use my points until a option becomes available that i want to do and then i spec them out the way i want you know, that's what I was doing. I was reacting to the world versus playing it how I wanted to play it. So if I, if the world said, okay, you need 10 intelligence or whatever to open this door to get in this building, instead of me already having it at 10, I just have a bunch of spec points just stored in case mm-hmm. I want to make, take that option. You know, I wouldn't spend yeah. it unless I, unless it came into my face and like, and something like that happened. So that kind of, it's not a good design because it feels like i'm not making those decisions until something is put presented in front of me um versus giving the you know that player that option at the beginning to just feel how play how they want to play there's always ways to get into something different and there's always ways to get something done but sometimes you want to see what happens if this if you did it this way if it's easier to just go through this door if it's easier to have this type of conversation and this this you know dialogue happen what happens so that's kind of what my curiosity kept getting peaked so i would just wait and i wouldn't spend it on stuff until i knew for sure this would be a meaningful spend <laughs> if that makes sense yeah i've been doing the same thing and i think for when people like new players play the game like heart might be more fulfilling but i think because of the systems in place yeah. are not like clear yeah it's probably better to just start on normal because once you learn the game like yeah there are a lot of ways you can get into a building like you can have 10 strength to open the door or intelligence mm-hmm. to hack something or you can get the double jump and like jump on the building and find like an open door or something like that right um 
but you won't know that stuff and there's no way to know that like the first 10 hours because you're going to need a lot of money to buy those upgrades or experience to level up or street cred to unlock stuff so i think it'll be a struggle on hard to like try to learn all that stuff it might be fulfilling but it's just not clearly laid out or like a simple like this is your skill tree and like stealth uh shooting and and something else like it's spread out over like 20 skill trees and so you really gotta get in depth with that stuff yeah Um, but on that now i don't know yeah i i enjoy it but for me um i'll put it this way i like the um i forget what they're called attributes like you said like you need 10 strength Mm -hmm. to open the um the door like that stuff is cool it gives you different ways to um interact with the level or different conversation um skills like if you if you're a strong person like that can give you an extra dialogue option and uh scare somebody away from wanting to fight you or something like that um whereas i don't really like the actual um perks where you know they're like the the 15 different skill trees that give you plus five speed and stuff like that some of them are good like you know sprint without using stamina other one are small like incremental improvements that are not really necessary um and also they're locked behind certain tiers of upgrades like if you want the max the like the best uh sprinting without using stamina you got to put 20 points in the body or something like that and that limits you of how you play which will be good in rpg but it, it there's no real experimentation like you really got to commit to that stuff um because the respect costs a thousand dollars yeah a hundred thousand dollars and like that's not easy money to come by no it's so not. yeah so it i think they could have been more flexible with that um but overall like i say it doesn't really matter unless you really want to go deep into all the systems like right the game is not difficult and there are enough options to do whatever uh to get through um the situation so even if you put your points in something that you don't use it's not it's wasted but it doesn't like make you unable to beat the game or something because it's still flexible enough and the main story and the side quests are i say pretty varied that you don't really need a lot of um you don't really need to specify one thing because like not every quest makes you shoot at people so you don't have to really spec your points into shooting if you don't really want to or need to right i think that's the that's the key i guess is is that that balance because even though i was left with a little bit of more wanting more of a you know a, a a difficult task at hand maybe it'd be best for me to run through it again on very hard with my stuff that I currently have so I can play and choose how I want to tackle things. But at the same token, that's not really what it's meant. And that's how they, that's not how they meant for you to play it kind of deal. I don't think there's, there's not a new game plus at this point. So um, it's really just, you know, playing through the story, playing through the side missions, playing through the quests and going from there um and uh but yeah i mean i still enjoyed it a lot i think i think i am still enjoying it a lot 
And now yeah. I'm, I'm just enjoying it more because I just have more of an options to deal with things and how to get to stuff. I have the double jump and stuff like that. So it's kind of just giving me more ways of just tackling I, things and that that variety when that variety starts to sit in maybe maybe having that at the beginning of the game is not really that beneficial because you're trying to get pushed through certain things and you want to have that the experience as opposed to feel like you're, you're you know you're coming up versus just already having everything so i would rather yeah. it, it kind of makes sense to not have all that stuff and all those options until you kind of start to explore the world and you're at the end game kind of deal technically end game it's not really an end game it's kind of just the rest of the stuff you have to you you're doing now yeah you you will progress over time and get a lot better and um the gameplay gets more um involved and there is a lot of depth for some things um i think but the main thing that people will i guess like keep playing for is the um the story and the characters um I think they have really good, they have always had it, they had it good in The Witcher 3, but really good facial animation, and I think that, I, even though I prefer third-person games, they've done a really good job with, like, the animation in first person, like, it feels more um, immersive, like, your character, like, you can see their whole body most of the time, like, your arms and stuff, Yeah. so it doesn't feel like you're just a floating camera, they do a lot more to make it seem more interactive. Um... And that helps with the the story because they, um, it's story heavy. Like they talk a lot. Uh, There are a lot of quests that are really just riding around with people, uh, listening to conversations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, But it gets really interesting, I think. And especially the thing that I liked was the story side quest. Because I think a lot of people have a hard time figuring out which quests are like important or not. Like all the police quests don't really matter mm-hmm. and all the like random quests don't really matter you know just go in there shoot the guy and you get the money but the the story characters that are, like call you like hey are you busy can you come help me with something yeah. like when you go actually see them it's pretty much the same quality as the main story quests um like you still go into like the brain dance um sections which are like dreams or like flashbacks but you can like interact with them and see yeah. what happened to the, in this character's life um and there are multiple um quest lines that you know get pretty interesting and go places and i think some of them have impacts on what uh ending you get like i obviously obviously i haven't finished it but i do know that certain side quests can unlock different endings um if you do them yeah um, um... so that's what i've been doing just going around, exploring the world, enjoying all these different inter- interconnected stories. Yeah. Because I, um, I think that's what they're best at. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's um, really one of the, one of the, one of the better place things there is, the, is that that interconnected story. And like, I remember <laughs> uh, doing something in a game and like it, some, something else like I reacted to it. And I never thought this small thing would react to this and like change this, but it was something very minuscule, something very small. I didn't, I did it, didn't even think about it, and it came up in a uh, like a like a like a bigger side storyline later on. And I had no idea that that would happen, so it just felt like it was a lot of interconnection and a small thing that they did. 
Um, I I do wish because I, I played a lot of it. I do wish there was a little bit more, but I feel like um, there is there's there's these things that you you you'll see and like you'll hear that kind of make you feel like yes, this world is like they're talking behind your back. They're talking to other things. They're they're not just talking to you. You know. Mm-hmm. It makes it feel more grounded in the world. Um, I will. I I can't say that that I, I I wish it was a little bit more of that, but that's what they are. That that's what the, most of the story and all that stuff is for. Um, a lot of the people that kind of interconnected, um, knowing like you know some of the other characters and they popping up in the side storylines of you know other characters in the game. And it all just feels like a very connected, you know, feel. And it just feels like you just want to know everything because everybody knows something. Something more than you know. And, and they know something more about the world or something more about the character. So you just start exploring stuff. And you just start seeing, like, other NPCs pop up in random events in the city. And you're like, how did you get here? And you kind of talk about stuff that happened in the other storyline. So some of that, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff happens in the game. And, um... It's very interesting to watch because you wouldn't think they'd take the time to do that on but on top of everything else, um, but they do obviously because they they did it in The Witcher. But this is something that they um, I felt like they definitely fleshed out a storyboard a lot, <laughs> in my opinion. Like a lot of these changing arcs and um, quest lines and yeah. stuff that happens. So um, it definitely feels like it's re- very. It feels reactive. If even if it may not be that way under the underneath the hood, it feels that way when you're playing it, and that's the most important thing. How does it feel to you? So, um, mm-hmm. definitely, a lot of the dialogue choices and stuff like that um, are interesting. Um, yeah, and I do like that. The well, two things, but I do like the. Um when you complete a quest, like the people involved in it, like it might be the person who asked you for help, but there are mm-hmm. other people involved in the quest. And what makes the world feel more um, interactive, I guess, is that the person who gave you that quest, like they'll continue to ask you for help, but the people that you interacted with along the way um, unlock more and they're completely separate and they further connect to other characters. So it feels like there are a lot of connections they're in the world um even if it's small um but you can really see them in like the side quest and the main story so it doesn't feel like you're just off separate in the world helping somebody do something yeah um and like i think the main thing is like i there's a lot of things that i do wish was there that's not there like um like you can't customize your car like at least want to change the color of some of them and stuff like that um but the main thing is the world is there the writing is there the characters are there so i want more of the game like they're gonna have more dlc and expansions in the future mm-hmm. so i mean i'm excited for the potential like what's there um like i want i don't know if you can get the armor but i'm pretty sure you can't like you can't get the team armor which is like the um the first responders or like uh emts but they have AK-47s in, like, armor when they go save somebody and put them on the defibrillator. But, like, their armor is nice, and you can't get it. So, but that can be a potential where they can explore a whole storyline with them if you if they want to do that. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that stuff, at least. More updates. 
obviously for fixes, but like I I enjoy the game enough that I want to play more of it. Yeah, and that's the most important part of it, I guess. But we, we again, yeah, you're right. We do have to talk about which we're gonna talk about here very qu- pretty quickly. But um, is those glitches, people? The glitches that's in that game are <laughs> substantial to say the least. Um, they're not, and they're not game breaking. At least not for me. I've played fifty eight hours. I have run into six game-breaking bugs where I had to, not game-breaking, but they ha- where I had to stop the game and restart it to continue. Or if uh, if a quest line wouldn't continue for it, I had to reload a save. I had to really count, and I was like, I had six um, mm-hmm. where that has occurred. Uh, where the game has simply just cut off on me, that has been four, and just random glitches and weird stuff happening where you would just somebody would stand up, sit back down, a T stand in the car. Um, that has happened quite a bit, probably in the four to five hundreds, well, probably like the three hundreds to four hundreds. Uh, that's how it happened, where it was just some type of graphical glitch on the screen. Um, it can happen when it's being and trying to be immersive, but most of the time, it happens. Most of the time, it happens when you're just in the world, um, and and sometimes like you can have it where an NPC's phone is just floating right next to their hand, and it's not actually in their hand; it's floating in there, like next to it. So. Those those immersive experiences that you're seeing, but you're like, okay, but this this chick got a whole phone just for next. <laughs> it be look it be looking goofy. So, um, I have to say that I mean, even with the patches that they came out with, it's still there. Um, I haven't had any hard crashes to the to the to my um on my series x since that patch has come out so that's good but again i played about 47 hours or 40 like 40 40 to 44 hours before i put that patch on so the last you know uh, 18 or so has been pretty pretty good for no like hard crashes um mm-hmm. again i only had three or four of those but they did occur so i just want to make you aware you don't want to be in the middle of a a long quest. I mean, quick saves are, are are amazing, and you know the auto saves are amazing. So you have you know points you can get back to, but you don't want it to be in the middle of something and then it just crashes on you. It's just disappointing. So, um, yeah, I think I think it has to be said. Um, glitches and performance are a substantial issue right now. Um. And I guess I guess you could talk about your 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 graphical issues as in, that you may have ran into or anything like that before we move into performance. Um. Yeah. Same thing. You know, somebody smoking a cigarette and it it's not in their hand; it's just floating in front of their face and stuff like that. And that can be distracting. Uh, in like story cutscenes, if it happens. Mm-hmm. Um. So that type of stuff. I say it happens pretty regularly, like one out of every five cutscenes, like something might go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, of course, when you're out in the open world, just NPCs doing weird stuff that that shouldn't happen or stuff like that. Um, those those never really bother me unless it's like a story one. Like I know they're like important cutscenes that people had and like glitches ruined the experience. Like I would probably restart the quest or something like that if that happened. But well, thankfully, my experience has been pretty smooth uh, with like playing it i haven't had any too big issues um there are just a lot of small things that add up um like they're uh like with the inventory like some stuff like you try to open it and it lags or doesn't open or you start a conversation and it, it doesn't ha- start talking you got to redo it right like pre- um, pressing it inputs twice like for selecting yeah. destination on the fast travels is like it never opens on the first try. You gotta hit it twice. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it twice just to get into that menu yeah. and stuff. Um, I haven't had. I had two crashes. Um, they were they were just really random. I wasn't really doing anything, but um, it, it at least happened on the series series X. But it's been pretty stable for me for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but I've mostly played on the pre. Um, new patch uh, after that it's been pretty okay i haven't had any like huge uh, gameplay breaking things other than like one quest where i was in in the mall you know when you go to the um voodoo area oh. and like it just wouldn't open the door so i can leave so i have to quit the game and go back in because when you reload the save that doesn't actually reload the entire yeah. world it just like reloads doors if they're stuck yeah, they'll still stay stuck. stuck so you got to quit the game and go back in um and i did have well two glitches one i was invincible but i also couldn't do any damage to anybody so i had to (laughs) quit the game and come back in and the other one that i did take advantage of is the infinite money glitch for a little bit infinite Um, money oh you didn't hear about this one no i I didn't send it to you because you'd be up on all these glitches but um (laughs) when you're in the voodoo area and it's that boss that you fight um if you kill the boss, the game automatically autosaves when you kill the boss. Um, but what you need to do is reload the game, and their body is still on the floor. Um, they're technically like knocked out, but if you hit them, they'll die, and you'll get uh, $30,000 for doing that. Save, reload again, they're back on the floor, they're in the knockdown, defeated state, but you can hit them again and kill them, and you'll get that money drop and experience drop. So a lot of people uh, did that a couple times because you can keep doing it because you've already beat them, but they haven't despawned or anything, and you can technically keep hitting them for the rewards. <laughs> and I think the point of that is because you don't have to kill that boss. Uh, you can, like, spare them. Mm-hmm. But um, when you reload the save, it keeps them in that pre killed state so you can just keep killing them and uh, getting the reward for it and it's in the in the reward would stay there it wouldn't like it wouldn't if you so how do you like oh so like i'm trying to figure out how do you keep the money going up if you're reloading yeah, yeah. That so state. that's the thing like um when you so like you you, you beat them the first time they're uh-huh. on the ground and you uh what you do is just save the game and then go hit them, and they'll die. Mm-hmm. And when they die, they give you experience, they give you money, they give you street cred. Mm-hmm. But if you 
uh, after you get it, save the game, mm-hmm. and then when you reload, their state in the world goes back before you killed them. So even though you saved the game and you got your money, the NPC resets to before you kill them. It's just how the game loads. So you're still keeping your money every time, but the NPC just reloads to before then, to like a default state. Their default state is like on the ground, but not dead. And so every time you load the game, they're always on the ground but not dead so you can keep hitting them and keep getting that uh, money interesting I, and all you got to do is after you kill them save do it again save do it again <laughs> that's that's funny uh and you you keep getting like a bunch of experience too okay well that's an easy way to get it to like um the end game <laughs> Because I'm still trying to figure out. I have bought one car. I have not bought yeah, any other I, ones. I uh, bought a couple cars, and I went ahead and bought the most expensive car. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it gives you a lot of money. It does give uh, you a lot of experience. Um, uh, like, I'm still level 25. But it does give you street cred. And um, so I'm the max for street cred is 50. And I, I just went ahead and did that because there are quests and um, items in the shop that unlock only when you have to, enough street wood. Yeah. yeah, so I just went ahead and maxed it out. So I at least can see all my options. I might not be able to equip the stuff, but I, I can buy it if it's there so I don't uh, miss it or something. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. No, 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 I didn't know about that. That's hilarious. But uh, I, I would assume with all the glitches that there was going to be something that, you know, pops his rear head or rears head and uh, – in the world of cyberpunk because man oh man is it hard to earn money uh but i mean yeah people have been like dismantling stuff to sell it and like that's cool but it gives you a small amount of money so yeah i mean the the it's fine like i wasn't worried about money but when you look at all the upgrades like a hundred thousand here or if you want to buy a car a hundred thousand and it's like i just don't have this type of money and it's gonna take forever um because I want the double jump, but also, you know, want to buy another upgrade. So just went ahead and did that so I at least have more options. Um, you still can't use everything. Like, money doesn't solve everything. You still got to level up to even use the stuff. But it gives you more options. Yeah. Well, we're going to quickly brief on this for, like, five minutes on performance. <laughs> but performance is uh, pretty much trash on everything outside of the new system. Uh, even the PS5 yeah. dwindles. Um, Xbox One is terrible. Xbox One S <laughs> is terrible. Xbox One X, terrible. It's not terrible on Xbox One X, but it's not great. And it's not worth playing it on, um, in my yeah. opinion. PS4 Pro, trash. PS4, trash. Um, anything under a 30 series or a 20 series card, graphics card, any of the AMD cards, trash. So it's, it's really been a bad situation for everybody that's really trying to play this game that's not on the highest tier, and that sucks. Yeah. Um, it really sucks, but it was marketed for a, a last-gen game, but really, honestly and truly, this is not a last-gen game, and obviously the performance shows that. So if you have a yeah. last-generation console and you can't get a new one, don't play this game yet. I would rather you just wait when they have all the patches out 
And if you still can't afford to get a new one, try it at that point. But it's running at like 15 frames per second, people. I don't know who in a right mind would want to play that that way. I enjoy it, but for like Jalen, if you know you don't get a PS5 in the next year, I would just say like don't play the game. Like it still is a good game, but there's a lot that you would miss. Well, there's a lot that would be compromised in order to just play it. And I think it might be better to just wait because, like, graphically, it's it's gonna look better on the old systems in a couple months, but it's still not gonna be even close to what the, PC, the game's supposed yeah. to look like. Yeah. Um, like even the new systems, they don't they don't look like it. Like they don't have ray tracing or anything like that. But at least it's close enough. You don't have to worry about um, frame loading rough. too much and frame rate and stuff like that. So you can at least enjoy what's here, and when you play the next gen patch, you know that's even better. But for last gen people, like it takes forever to load the game. NPCs take forever. They got less NPCs. Um, like lights and textures and reflections are lower. So it's like overall everything is just like worse okay. in every way. So it's not even worth it to to do it. Well, like it runs at 720p on the PS4. Like it's not really <laughs> how you want to experience the game. Like you don't have, you don't need, you know, 4K 68 with ray tracing to enjoy it, but better than what is there. So it, personally, I would say just wait. Which um, I'm extremely surprised by because Red Dead Redemption 2 ran really well on a lot of those old gen consoles. And that's mm-hmm. a game that really put a lot of emphasis on I mean, it wasn't as as um, it wasn't as advanced or uh, boundary pushing as this game is, but it definitely still had a lot going in there, and it still scaled accordingly. This game, I don't know if yeah. they didn't scale it accordingly, but it looks terrible. I can't say blame it all on those old machines because. Those old machines ran games like Final Fantasy VII Remake. They they ran games like Red Dead Redemption 2. They ran games that really, you know, Uncharted 4, Last of Us Part 2. They pushed, some of these games were pushing the graphical fidelity of these systems. I think Cyberpunk yeah, Ghost of Tsushima some, came out yeah. on the same system, you know. Yeah, I think it's something, we, 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 we have to say that, you know, Cyberpunk at, this end, at the end of the day, is not optimized properly, but I don't think they should have wasted their time, honestly, on those older consoles because yeah, it seemed as if they were pushing boundaries and then they started to go back. That's what it looked like. It doesn't look like it went from down to up. It went from up to down, and as you can mm-hmm. see, the result of going up to down, that's basically what you saw when you moved from the when people started making games for the Xbox One and then they were making smaller versions for the 360. That's what you'll see. Versus if you're going from down to up, you'll start to see like, you know, going from the three, you know, the Xbox One S version to the Xbox One X version. That's the down from to up. And that that kind of scales and you allow you to get data 4K and 30 frames per second. But yeah. Yeah. There, really, really, there's really a lot of game. optimization that should be done, I think. For at least to make the last gen game more playable, you know, a stable 30 FPS. And I, I don't know if they can push the resolution, but they should at least aim for higher so that at least players have 
a baseline experience like it's not jumping all over the place mm-hmm. but i think that there's some things that either are just poorly optimized or just can't right. work well on the OS so they might have to just take it out like the game has a lot of reflect reflections and you might just have to take it out of the game but it really makes a difference especially for like the characters like they they're not going to look as natural without it but it might make the game run better so there are a lot of compromises that might be had ultimately it's not the system's fault i would say like cd project red should put more work into it and more effort yeah i don't know if it, it, it was too much work or if they uh, covid or too much crunch or whatever but it, they didn't deliver what they um really promised because obviously the game was made on pc first and then they made the console version but i it didn't seem like they cared about the console version um, yeah and then they yeah. tried to hide it which really sucks but um we i mean what i'll say here is if you have the console versions turn off film grain turn off chroma app whatever that's called turn off that one turn off film grain turn off motion blur and uh there is a setting uh for driving that makes the driving more tighter i believe it's called the horizontal shift or like i believe it's recommended curve yeah recommended Um, curve on that it's um uh, I, I forget the name of it, but there are some things that you can do to make the driving feel much better. Um, you want to look it up on Reddit, and then there's just those turning those things off because it, it just adds, it's just become super blurry. So if you have a Series X or a, a PS5, I say turn those off. And after that, if you have a, one of the older versions, I just say don't play it, to be honest. It's not going to be a good experience for you. And that game is meant to be immersive and graphically and like emotionally and like having like these conversations with stuff trying to filter in or it's like being low res and not having everything pop it just doesn't make sense to play it in my opinion at this time yeah because there are a lot of games that are going to come out in the next few months for uh last gen i feel like performance is just going to get worse because overall companies are just probably going to care less about optimizing like Watch Dogs runs trash on last gen, and that came yeah. out uh, before the new systems came out. Um, but for this game, it's just doing so much more than even a Watch Dogs game mm-hmm. that it's not it's not really worth it to like struggle through it um, for the compromises that's there. Like Watch Dogs, the characters are not really good like their voices don't match like your main character mm-hmm. and they glitch all over the place but that's expected from it but for this it's kind of needed to have that smooth graphical performance to enjoy the game right so cyberpunk got a lot of work to do and um we trust that i trust at least that they're going to have it fixed but you got they're going to have some time and they're going to have to you know sit down and actually fix their game yeah it might take a long time yeah um it's a good thing that that the game is good. I can understand people like not everyone to play it again. I think if you had a bad experience right now, it's better get a refund if you can and wait until the game is ready. Because it, it just came out in a state that it wasn't ready and um, it might take a couple more months. Probably more than that. Probably like six. 
six, seven months. Yeah. In my opinion, then we're gonna they're probably gonna push out their first DLC probably in December of next year, maybe. Um, but yeah. they're probably gonna. Focus I think on that would probably be a good upgrade. time to jump in though, like once yeah. they have that. Oh, the first expansion is out. That gives you a good uh, amount of time to fix all the patches and get people back into the game. Right. Um, but I'm happy. I'm I'm still happy with my purchase. I think because of I'm playing on the Series X. Uh, but one thing that we do want to talk about as well before we go is the a game that actually was optimized properly and worked out the gate and Finally. didn't have any issues. Um, <laughs> and that well, is Destiny. It don't have no issues. Not issues. You talking about issues that you about the game that you don't like? Issues <laughs> that's been there since no, 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 no. But okay. we're we're talking about simple and uh, understandable options in game that have been drastically improved due to yeah. optimization and improvements. That's all. So Destiny uh... Two. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Give him his praises, Josh. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, um, I was impressed for uh, the next-gen update for Destiny 2 because the expansion came out last month. We played it. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I thought it was similar to previous expansions, a little bit better, but uh, not quite there. Mm-hmm. And when I, I didn't expect much from the new patch, but it makes a difference. Um, so for next-gen, it's high resolution. Uh, 60 FPS by default, and you have the option to go up to uh, 120. But the thing that made a bigger difference for me is the field of view slider for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go up to like 105 because uh, it, it used to be like 70 or something. Yeah. And that that plus the frame rate makes a huge difference because like you're just more responsive, and you can see like 30, 40 percent more of the world on the screen like i thought right. it would be like a minor um increase but like no you can see like two three buildings in your peripheral that you couldn't see before and right, it's like it, yeah. it makes a difference in that game it definitely makes a difference in destiny it's probably the most game it's the biggest the biggest game that i've ever seen field of view make a huge difference um because simply how much you're in third person how much you're actually roaming and looking for enemies uh it's just way better it's it's basically the pc experience on console form and the good thing about the console is you don't have to deal with the you know the cheaters uh you can play the Mm -hmm. game in crucible and not feel like somebody's hacking um because it's much more um difficult or at least much more um security on the systems than it is on the pc so that's really a good thing about it and a lot of people in which i have seen a lot of people are just deciding to come back to the council just because of these upgrades that's how big of a change it is it's really like if you have a ps5 if you have a series x and you don't play destiny and you haven't played in a while i think this upgrade is definitely what it needed it puts it back in the space of, you know, having a, a similar experience on both versus having this outlier of councils being weaker or councils not having the better, best experience. 
it puts it right back up there it brings the community back together in a better way obviously a lot of people moved over to pc and it kind of broke up how the destiny community kind of worked i think because of these upgrades and the ability to now have a valuable option a viable option to play and have a good experience on console will now bring a little bit more breath to the community a little bit more um togetherness versus elitism um i would call it uh but there is definitely some it's 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 definitely something there now i would say it's definitely something there field of view makes a huge difference that's the biggest upgrade 4k was always there and yeah it looks prettier it looks smoother but that's really because of the field of view you now can see more and it seems as if like i never noticed how you know the the skyline looked so nice because i was always looking straight forward at solid uh ice rock so now i'm in you know i'm on europa and i'm actually seeing the skybox mixed with the world in the sit in like the the landscape and it looks much better but before i was just looking at you know nothing but you know snow and look a couple rocks so it it makes the game appear to be prettier than it was but it was always that you just couldn't see it and that was um that was the that was the problem with the you know previous so i guarantee you anybody that ever played that game you would definitely be blown away by is exactly how what i'm talking about um i moved over to pc for a little bit but i just couldn't i couldn't deal with all the cheaters i am huge on pvp so i just stopped playing it um on the on the um pc plus they were just way too i don't know if it was hackers or if they were just too good for me but i was i was doing decent but i was still playing with controller because i just wanted to play in that way but now i have an option i really enjoy it iron banner still sucks but never mm -hmm. never felt better <laughs> i would say yeah it never felt better to play um the game so that i really i really applaud them for making it work and actually just putting it out there i mean destiny 2 is not the hardest game to to, to run um you can run it at high frame rates on a very you know decent machine like a very mid-range machine but i'm just glad that they actually took the time took the you know made the investment and it just works it, it's not it's no problem to it you don't have to figure anything out you just put the upgrade in um and it takes takes advantage of the machine so kudos to bungie for actually doing something right um when you gonna hop in Jalen? you need yeah. you in that uh xbox so we can play 60 fps <laughs> yeah Jalen. xbox money xbox <laughs> <laughs> exactly I ain't even know. I just ain't. I need a good reason to get them, man. That's five hundred. Five hundred for to play the same game, man. I ain't finna do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's very, that's very true. Still at this point, it's yeah, not it's still like a big investment. Yeah, yeah. that's it's very true. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even tell you to buy it at this point. It's like it's no point. I mean, cause you get well, it. yeah. Right now, yeah. especially like we talk about every week. Um, the games are not ready. Like they need six more months to be ready for the next gen. So it's probably for most people better to just wait where you can go to the store, actually get a PlayStation without fighting with people, and the games are going to be uh, updated and ready at that point. Yeah. Um, 
and you know, yeah, they'll be more readily available, stuff like that. So I think, I think the smartest thing to do right now is to wait. But because I have it, I'm going to experience the stuff that they got, regardless. So <laughs> I might as well, you know, it's not like uh, because I could have had that experience there. But I mean, I'm going to I'm going to give kudos and praises to them because of simply of doing that. I wonder if they do it to the pre first Destiny. You know, they never do that. <laughs> if they do that, I just stop playing Destiny too. I just go back and play Hawk Moon all day. But it it it'd just be interesting uh, if they were actually to upgrade old previous Destiny. But they don't yeah. want to do that because they want you to they want you to pay for recycled content. Even though they did a lot new, I'm not going to harp on them putting in Cosmodrome, not doing much with it, and um you know, recycling things because they did, you know, up add some stuff too, but um they got some work to do in my opinion. I think I really I really enjoyed uh the raid and everything about this Beyond Light um DLC, but they still have a lot of work to do. Um and to the point where I feel like, yes, this is what I this is what I'm used to. This is what I want to see. But as of now, um, I just I'm, I'm just going to give them their praises and leave it at that. Um, good job, Bungie. Good job. I think I think I, I really if you if you guys already have a Series X or if you got a PS5, I really think it's one of those games that you should just try out because the gameplay is always going to be great. It's free to play, and um, I think they really do a good job with the artistic direction. And now you can actually see it. Boy, it's nice. <laughs> it is nice. Um, but yeah, any, uh, last things, uh, before we go, we, we about to hit that mark. I, I ain't really got much else to talk about outside of more cyberpunk, but I'd rather play it and <laughs> talk about it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, no, I guess, what about you, Jalen? Is there, I know that you, um, you never said that you plan on playing, like, cyberpunk, but what have you, what's your impressions of it so far? from the little stuff you've seen. Oh, shoot. I mean, it seemed like a, uh, like a cool game. I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't really see much about it, to be honest with you. To be told, I, I really haven't, um, I really haven't like been on the internet. So like, mm-hmm. um, so just looking at stuff, I mean, I've been on social media a little bit, but I mean, yeah, I don't know, bro. I just, I've been in space, so. <laughs> I ain't got much impressions about it. I did see on Facebook, they talked that, they made that joke about the character customization and how it was, like, like really good and really adept and stuff, so I, th- I think that's pretty sweet, but um, I never really looked into the game. Honestly, the game was, I, I knew a little bit about the game because I know, like, y'all talk about it in a group chat and stuff like that, but um, I can't say I looked at any gameplay or had intentions on getting the game. Um mm-hmm. But I mean, clearly, I'm just in a different space, and I'm just like focusing on school and stuff too. So that could be a heavy factor. No, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, it's it's one of those games that's like good, but it, I don't think it appeals to everybody. Kind of like The Witcher. Like me and Deontay enjoy The Witcher, and there might be some things that you'll like about it. Oh, my bad, my mic's having issues. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I'll just wrap up. I was going to say, like, you might enjoy The Witcher as well, but it's a long game that might not be your uh, preference. So it's an interesting world, though. You probably see a lot more about it 
uh, over the next few months. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's probably one of those games that you more than likely, it's kind of like, um, what would I say? Because, I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely a game that I feel like people should play, but it's not like, it's it you're right it's not for everybody i think um i think it has a lot of um interesting elements of a lot of games that we kind of play now and enjoy and Mm -hmm. i think um a lot of the rpg element stuff that you probably will you will probably like a lot of the storytelling i'm not sure if you're that in depth into it because i think more so you kind of you kind of more so uh enjoy the characters that the world builds around your character and i think you know i think cyberpunk is more so your character is shaped by the world that surrounds you versus the other way around like you like those hero type games like final fantasy where it's pretty much a lot of the stuff that's impacted is focused around that main character it is but it's not it's like the world's going to do what it's going to do you just in it you know and that's what um may be the difference there kind of like you know, Spider-Man is kind of like more so that, you know, the world is shaped around the hero versus this game is a little bit different, has a different approach. It's the similar, but the approach is different. So I'm not sure if, again, that, that may be something that you might not enjoy about it. But I think overall, once the polish gets there, it'll be a, a worthwhile 22 hours to go through because even if you don't play all the extra stuff, it's only 22 hours to get through the entire, you know, first part of the game and actually get to the ending. So uh, for that amount of time, I guess, an investment there, because uh, I know that's a big thing for you. Probably, for you. I think you'd enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the game looked like it. I mean, I, I feel like it'd be a game that I like would enjoy or something like that is just... Like you said, it's just that that time piece. Like I still got Ghost of Tsushima, and I ain't, I ain't cut it all. Yeah, I just <laughs> cut the game on, play for like ten minutes, cut it back off, and do that periodically. Um, that's kind of the reason I got Crash. I mean, and so I ain't have to go to Overwatch. I can go play Crash and then just play like a level. And I had to use my Best Buy certificate thing before it expired, but hop on there, go play like a level or something like that, get back off. You know, just things like that. So just kind of quick in and out type of, you know. Yeah. No, I well, it's good. That. We're gonna be able to play the uh, Cyberpunk multiplayer when that come out in three years. You think they're huh? gonna have a multiplayer? I doubt they, it. They announced it. Back. They did. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. They might cancel it. Who knows? But they announced <laughs> it that there will be a separate multiplayer thing for free uh, with the game. Oh wow. I mean, but with they, all that animation work, I would said, think so. Yeah, they already been said it's going to take a lot longer. Mm-hmm. So the game is going to come out, and the multiplayer is not going to be out for more than a year. But, um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, that's pretty much it. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, as usual, this is the House of Wolves podcast, where we talk about uh, those uh, nothing but, you know, gaming news really talk about other stuff but it's it's really focused solely around gaming we do this every two weeks and i will be throwing these up on the bcd universe um youtube channel 
moving forward. So that's where you'll always be able to find it. But they're also going to be on where you can your most favorite platform for podcasting. Uh, But again, thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you guys in the next one.